market discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. My name is Anu, founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So yeah, if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media or just cutting your spend on your data analysis tool, just send me a message um, at hello at mindswan.com or just get to me on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. Um, Yeah, that's M-I-N-D-S-W-A-N-P-P-C. Um, so yeah, so in this episode, we have the hilarious um, Julia Weiss back from Unbounce's um, CTA conference in Vancouver. Um, that's CTA as in call to action. Um, and she leads us very appropriately in a chat about conversion rate op- optimization, also known as CRO. Um, so yeah, I definitely need this one with a client who has several quality score issues um, with the main um, cause being below average landing page experience. Yeah, we could do be getting some top CRO testing tips. So yeah, how about you? Do you need some ideas as well? Well, let's go get some then. So I introduced um, Julia Vice has been quite hilarious because she loves her gifts as I as do I. So uh, yeah, I'll try to um, try to describe as appropriately as possible as appropriately as possible um, some of the gifts that she's gonna be using and just be like gif alert whenever one comes up so yeah listen out for that so um yeah before she gets started she gives a great shout out to the conference she was at at cta she said we're getting started in about 20 minutes in the meantime can i just share the sick interaction rate i have a modest number of followers and that's about over 700 so that's more than modest um julia um yeah some great numbers there um and she says that but i had a lot of interactions and quite a few likes it weirds out my chat brain (laughs) Um, and warms my heart so just give you like um a, a, a general idea of those numbers so she oh um, yeah was the top 10 on bounce obviously was at number one and um she was at number five with 779 followers 46 um tweets but the most amazing number i find there is over 35,000 um uh, impressions so yeah it's definitely worth worth um you know getting on like chat communities and twitter when you're at conferences you know giving people ideas and it gives gets you some great traction for you know new twitter followers and just people to know you know the great ideas that you've got uh, so yeah she then goes on saying we've got a couple of minutes out uh, we're a couple of minutes out anyone already raring to go share your favorite conference experience um, and then we've got Gil Gildner who gives um, a great anecdote here saying my favorite experience was actually my worst in a way client flew me out to a must-have conference in West Palm Beach it was beyond terrible just a big scammy upsell fest I just left the conference and drank coffee all week um, and she goes oh no at least you got some FaceTime with your client and uh, another gif alert. Um, we've got Steve Corral giving a very cringy face. <laughs> and so we get straight into the chat. Um, so she in, she welcomes us saying good morning ladies and gents of PPC Chat. I'm here back from CTA conference. So today we're talking CRO with a bent towards advice. Remember all of you, you can't spell crown without CRO. Gif alert, we've got Rihanna putting a crown on her head. Okay, so we've got, um, yeah, um, 
at question one saying let's find out how many of us actually have the option to do CRO directly who makes landing pages in your programs uh, and yeah it was a poll we've got um, uh, the options of me being 50% of like saying that I'm the one that does um, have the option to do the CRO directly my client being 25% and creative partner being another 25% um, and a 0% thankfully 0% to no one i.e. a mess um, so yeah we've got um, yeah Julia continued then saying we're getting some good responses here to, to those who work with creative partners do you find you have enough input in what needs to be done how do you find the partnership works and we've got another gif alert with Batman kind of holding on to superman's <laughs> cape um yeah we've got john kagan then replying um to that question saying honestly kind of a mixed bag um julia replies fair if you had an agency it's probably more than one of the above based on client preferences and we've got glenn schmelzel who replies to question one saying we mostly turn to creative partners some of whom brought us in solely for ppc or cro for page design and julia replies to that saying that sounds kind of ideal i mean if you're brought in for that reason you know they want cro to happen and you can get started and then we've got um steve football is back slater so i'm just gonna call that steve um we've got steve replying to question one saying i'm finally somewhere um where i can truly test everything i have to coordinate with designers and it working in-house is awesome no upselling the ab test uh, that's a really good comment there because yeah trying to get some clients to actually do um a cro can be a bit of a sell um so we've then got um yeah julia replying to um that answer saying that too true do you need to sell through your test to anyone or can you basically do what you like um then yeah steve replies to that saying i have to run it up the command chain but that turns into a brainstorm session so it's great the only hard thing is the time it takes to get through design and it um yeah julia replies to that saying timing is everything but it sounds like you've got a team with some trust and then any advice on how to get other departments on board um steve replies to that saying thanks yeah the biggest advice I can give is that it's important to understand that other departments work differently than marketers. We get things done quick, often without structure. Not everyone does that. And then we've got Gil Gildner replying to question one saying it's half and half for us. Usually we want some control over landing pages and product pages. If so, we can get things done fast. With larger clients, it's really hard to get that level of control. So it can be a struggle. Um, yeah, we've got Julie replying to that saying um, it really can. Sometimes with global clients, they don't even control their own website. How do you get around it? And we've got Gil replying to that saying most of our clients are mid-sized companies. So usually we have direct access to their web dev team. If not, we just build recommendation documents and cross our fingers that someone likes what they see um yeah and julia replies to that saying i live in fear that that my well-researched ricos end up in the circular file cabinet and nothing happens any advice on getting actual movement on ricos um girl replies to that saying unfortunately not really haha clients are either receptive or not very difficult to change the trajectory from the outside although we all try um, yeah, and then we've got another GIF alert of somebody going up a treadmill with a stone and literally just, yeah, no moving anywhere.
And then we've got Julia um, continuing saying it seems like a good blend of me, my client, creative partner in terms of who can actually execute CRO tests and optimizations, which means a good bunch of us have rules, budgets and other obstacles to overcome. So question two is um, wish upon a crown jewel. Of course, we've got CRO in all caps there. Um, what CRO tests or activities would you run if nothing stood in your way? Another gif alert. We've got Beyonce um, coming up in all a very regal outfit saying out of my way, commoner. Um, and then we've got Gil Gilner replying to question two saying we usually like to slap hot jar on there, do some AB tests and make sure conversion tracking is set up thoroughly amazing what a couple weeks of solid data can do and we've got julia vice replying saying it's true um crro starts with actually gathering the data in the first place we've got call rail replying to that saying not much stands in our way since we've brought up we since we've brought on a crro guru to the team aside from bandwidth however AI will be better and faster at doing CRO than any of us can. We're looking forward to how that technology could benefit smaller accounts like ours in the future. And then we've got, um, uh, you know, a lovely name that we like having on this chat. Um, we've got Julie Piccini um, replying to question one, saying a little late today, but I do a ton of landing page development. And if I can't do it directly, it's a huge topic to cover as we are discussing strategy and setting expectations. And then we've actually got, um, yeah, Julia Weiss then replying to that saying, yes, absolutely make it a part of the so and the expectations of your clients might have. Um, yeah, and then we've then got um, Steve replying to question two saying, my biggest wish is to implement the test faster. I have a test in the pipeline that, would, that won't launch until October. Yeah, that's a little bit of a delay um yeah so we've then got um doug r thomas replying to question two saying when i was in an agency my biggest wants were brand positioning sessions with the clients to pull out of them what made their sprockets better than the guy down the streets so few companies especially advertising online care about having differentiation We've then got Tim Halloran replying to question two saying, in the past, I did a lot of CRO with Optimizely and Unbounce, haven't as much lately, but I would love a piece of software like Optimizely that I could use internally as an agency partner, wherein I could control landing page AB tests and get clear results quickly and cheaply. Um, and yeah, we've got... Um, Glenn Schmelzel, who replies to um, question two and also to actually Gil Gildner's answer to question two, where um, Gil had said, we usually like, like to slap hot jar on there, do some A-B tests and make sure conversion tracking is set up thoroughly. And um, we've got Glenn replying to that saying, I'm with Gil here. I wish more clients were willing to trudge through some data with us and let that dictate what to test. And we've got Julia replying to that saying, amen. And then we've got also Julia, they're also replying to um, Gil's answer where Gil had said, we usually like to slap hot jar on there, do some A-B tests, etc. Um, Julia replies to that saying, it's true, CRO starts with actually gathering the data in the first place. So guys, remember that it's all about, all our, our work is all about collecting data and then seeing what works. 
Um, and yeah, we've then got um, yeah Julia replying to um, Dogar Thomas where Dog had said, Doug had said, when I was in an agency, my biggest wants were brand positioning sessions with the clients to pull out of them what made their sprockets better than the guys down the streets. Um, yeah, Julia replies to that, says this resonates exactly with um, April Dunford's talk about positioning. Find out what you're great at and why you're better than your competitor. So, yeah, that's a very true point. So we've got Zach Benenfield then replying to question two, saying endless infinite iterations done by machine learning will be the future of CRO. We're getting better at doing it ourselves and AI is getting better as well. But it's hard to implement at a smaller scale with a smaller account. Um, we've got Tim Halloran then doing, giving his part two to question two, saying that we like to subsidize those types of softwares for our clients, but it needs to have a net positive effect and it's hard to justify the costs of the upper tier of CRO software, especially as an exclusively PPC agent. Um, yeah, and then we've got, um, yeah, Julia replying to Tim Halloran, um, where he gave to his first part of question two, first part of his answer to question two, where he had said, um, in the past, I did a lot of CRO with Optimizely and Unbounce, haven't as much lately, um, but I would love a piece of software like Optimizely that I could use internally as an agency partner, wherein I could uh, could control landing page AP tests and get clear results quickly and cheaply. Yeah, that's something I'd definitely like to um, get as well with my one client um, scheme going on here so um yeah um so yeah julia replies to that saying the dream um then we've got um steve replying to um gil and um julia where where gil had said unfortunately not really clients are either receptive or not very different to change the trajectory from the outside although we will try and that's pretty much about the talk about when you give your ideas i would think things that you you think should be tested on cro and um yeah julie asking about you know what's the best way to actually get um the clients to listen especially if you they don't you don't have control over the site um then got steve replying to that continuing the conversation saying have you tried using landing page software to spec out a page before pitching it to a client um so julia replying to that saying no although i love the idea only I only do pitch work if I'm definitely covered for the cost. Um, Gil replies to that with most clients, we actually have full access to their WP or Shopify or Drupal, so we are usually can mess around without too much approval. With big clients, we usually do create um, wireframes or at least recommendations based on data. Um, Julia replies to that saying, nice, how do you like the Shopify options? Do they give you enough to work with? Um, we've got Gil replying to that saying, I actually love Shopify. The good thing is that most Shopify sites start with a really solid base it's too easy for a client to screw up a wordpress site as far as usability and aesthetics shopify is sort of idiot proof all right guys um so yeah guys you you have any um e-commerce kind of side maybe try and use shopify very hard to mess up so yeah then um delay vice replies to that saying amen about wordpress there are great options in it but man it's not super easy for the super new 
And now in replying to um, Tim Halloran, where he said we'd like to subsidize those types of softwares for our clients, but it needs to have a net positive effect and it's hard to justify the cost of the upper, t upper, of the upper tier of CRO software. And that was his um, part two of um, answer to question two. Um, we've got, um, yeah, Julie replying to that saying fair, although CRO can be a premium service as part of PPC. And um, yeah, Tim replies to that saying 100%. Yes, true. Um, so yeah, we then got Julie Bicini then replying to um, question two saying, I would love to test bigger things more frequently, not just slightly different wording, but majorly different pages, long versus short, etc. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, I actually do her reply to, um, yeah, Julia's um, good morning, ladies and gents of PPC chat. Um, you know, I'm back from CTA introduction. Um, and then, yeah, just pretty much just say that I don't really have much experience um, on this either. So I said at the beginning, I'm going to be getting a lot of learnings um, from this topic. So, yeah, we'll be eagerly lurking, which I kind of was. Um Okay, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Julia Vice replying to Julia Bicini, where Julia said, I'd love to test bigger things more frequently. Um, Julia replies to that saying, ooh, like long-term tests, I would love, I'd heart to that even, like my SEO partners can sometimes do. Um, yeah, so we've got, um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, Julia goes there and comments that we are just flying along, y'all. Here comes the next question. So in question three, she says, what PPC platform do you find easiest for testing ads and traffic? Um, and yeah, we've then got, um, we've got Cole Rail who replied to question two um, first saying, not much stands in our way since we've brought on a CRO guru to the team aside from bandwidth. However, AI will be better and faster at doing CRO than any of us can. We're looking forward to how that technology could benefit smaller accounts like ours in the future um and yeah we've got um um, yeah, Gil Gilner replying to question three, saying the built-in testing in Analytics AdWords is extremely solid and if configured well, um, gives you just about all the data you need, paired with hot jar and you've covered about everything. Um, so yeah, I thought I, I put that as a note for myself, for my client of um, of using possible hot jar and even Google um, Optimizely. Um, cause yeah, that's actually that, yeah, the AdWords version of doing landing page tests. Um, and yeah, we've got Steve replying to question three saying Google analytics and AdWords data is always a good start. I also love Google optimize even. So it's opt, opt, Google optimize, not Google optimizely, um, for running the tests and declaring a winner. It's free and easy. Also a big bounce, sorry, also a big fan of unbounce. So that's um, a handle there. And then in answer to question three, we've got Julie Bacchini um, coming in saying, I like testing things on Facebook better because you have a much better sense of the demographic makeup of who is seen um, and interacting with your ads and therefore landing pages. Um, and yeah, we've then um, we've got, um, yeah, Julia Vice replying to that saying, makes sense. I just wish the interface was as usable as AdWords. That would make testing much easier. Um, yeah, we've then got uh, Marks Media coming in with the answer to question one, saying when it comes to landing pages, either our clients or their web developers tend to make the landing pages. Um, so yeah, we've then got Julia Weiss then, um coming in saying that, okay, I'm hearing a lot about AI and CRO together, so let's get into y'all. So we've got, um, yeah, uh, um, question four, saying what AI gets the crown? What can bots do that we can't? Conversely, what is still best? 
best done by humans. Um, got, we've got a lovely gif of um, Serena Williams putting on a crown um, while playing tennis. Um, so yeah, we've then got um, your girl now replying to question four saying, so far AI in pay-per-click is still sort of just a fancy word for simple automation. Um, it will one day be better than anything we can do. But for now, I think, I think an attentive human is better at almost everything CRO. Intuition goes a long way. So yeah, keep an eye on that, guys. You know, automation for um, CRO testing is not quite um, the most advised option here, even though I feel Gil Gildner in the past has um, advised us um, to use um, automation and AI. Um, and yeah, we've got Julia Weiser replying to that saying, and that intuition needs to be informed by so many data points that can't yet be automated in-person focus groups, surveys, etc. Um, Gil replies to that saying, yep, I still haven't met an AI who can write good landing page copy and create a decent CTA. AI can iterate, not create. Have to have a good base and good data to start with. Um, so yeah, so we continue with um, John Kagan then replying to question one saying, honestly, kind of a mixed bag. Um, we've got Marx Media replying to question two saying, likely A-B testing landing pages. We've tried something akin to um, A-B testing, but with two pages on different domains, which adds um, or oh, AdWords doesn't like too much. Um, so yeah, we've then got um, John Kagan replying to question two saying, mine are boring. We do the the old follow the drop off path to tweak pages to see if we can stop it that and the standard ab experience um what well, marks media replying to question three saying we've primarily worked within ads or adwords and testing ads has worked relatively well there it's also a matter of traffic and actionable clicks um and so yeah we've got um yeah, um, Julia Vice replying to uh, Mark's media where Mark had said, likely A-B testing landing pages. Um, we've tried um, something akin to A-B testing, but with two pages on different um, domains. And in reply to that, we've got um, Julia Vice saying, mixed domains, no, mi mixed domains, question mark. No Google ads hates that. Um, so yeah, Mark's media replies to that, as we found when we tried to split and landing pages in an ad group between the client site and the third party reservation program they use. So far, we've found better luck with a third party page, which we've been able to track with conversion pixels. Um, and yeah, we've then got um, Zach Beddingfield replying to question four, saying AI versus human in PPC is situational. If you have the data and the volume, AI can often outperform this despite how passionately you feel about your ad copy. That said, it's going to still vary by industry or product and a myriad of other variables. And then we've got John Kagan replying to question three saying, I will flip this. Who is actually using a platform that can't do that? If so, feel shame. I am pleased with double click or whatever they call themselves these days. Yeah, I can't even remember what they call them. I started with a new client um, recently and um, yeah, searching double click did not actually bring up anything in terms of how to use the platform and ah uh, yeah it's got a new name um but yeah i've got to do another gif alert from john kagan where he um shows the scene um from game of thrones where um um yeah one of those um nuns where ringing the bells shouting out shame 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 <laughs> so yeah we've got mark's media replying to question four saying handling some aspects of bidding um but there are times when manually set bidding strategies work more in our favor um yeah we've got um yeah, 
um, Julia Vice replying to John Kagan where um, John had said, mine are boring. We do the the old follow the drop off path to take to tweak pages to see if we can stop it. Um, um, Julia Vice replies, says, never ignore the basics. No point rushing off to do some fancy weirdness if the funnel doesn't convert. Yes, and that is a definite note I'm going to make for my client. And then we've got, um, uh, yeah, John Kagan replying to question four saying, hmm, the bots give me the data, but they can't give me the emotion ex- emotional experience that is becoming so much more important these days. Um, and yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Julia Vice replying to, um, giving her an answer to question four saying, this relates to something about Schmidt's um, disturber talked about. So that's, um, yes, I think that's someone that uh, Carl Schmidt even, um, who I talked about at the CTA conference. Um, she's, he said that um, Unbounce is starting to get strong data on the AIs that can actually adjust landing pages and give suggestions. Did anyone try their marketer versus machine test a while back? Um, and yeah, we've then got um, Doug R. Thomas replying to question four saying, oof, I really think that AI is an anti-aircraft gun to take down mosquitoes in most cases, especially in CRO. Um, and so, yeah, and then we've got, um, yeah, Julia replying to question um, to John Kagan's answer to question four, where John had said, hmm, the bots give me the data, but they can't give me the emotional experience that becomes so much more important um in these days and we've got um yeah julia vice replying to that saying yes bespoke experience are becoming the standards and um with that there's a gif alert um with the grinch <laughs> falling down on the <laughs> in the snow saying help me i'm feeling um so yeah and then we've then got um we've got julia julie bacini even replying saying the i the i in AI still leaves a lot to be desired if you don't have massive volume. Also, what I really want is AI assisted where I can tell it in more detail what I want slash I'm trying to do and let it help me find better ways to get there. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Tim Halloran replying to question four so, um, with a part one to start off with saying, I think the grand CRO work button colors, headers, layouts, placements of different elements, etc. We can do that, but it's mind-numbing and time-consuming. AI could handle the data-heavy lifting and leave the strategizing ideation to us. Um, got Tim Halloran then coming in with his part two, saying machine learning helps if we know where to tell it to look, if we as PPCers can see where changes need to take place. The AI won't either the AI won't either. So I think um, will be more needed in the future for our experience in analytics and strategy. And um, yeah, we've got um, Julia Vice replying to Dog R. Thomas, where Dog said, um, oof, I really think that AI is an anti-aircraft gun to take down mosquitoes in most cases. Um, Julia replies, I love this comparison. So much CRO is incremental and doesn't need wild, crazy interventions. Um, And yeah, so we've then got, um, yeah, Julia Vice uh, replying to um, Julie Buccini, where Julie had said, the I in AI still leaves a lot to be desired if you want if you don't have massive volume and she says what she wants is AI assisted where she can tell it in more detail what she wants or, try, or is trying to do and let it help her find better ways to get there and Julia replies for the win um so yeah then got Julia going on to question five saying bless your bless your plug 
for your public, share an important thing you learned during CRO testing that new PPCers can use. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got Julie coming in straight in there. That's Julie Piccini saying, never underestimate how much impact shortening your forms can have for lead generation campaigns. Seriously, if clients give you grief, try to get permission to test shorter forms. They almost always outperform longer ones. Also, customize your forms. And that's an advice I am pretty much just going to copy and put into a recommendation list for my clients, which is something I've just replied to Julie Bicini right now. Um, and so, yeah, we've then got um, Julia Weiss in replying to question five, saying, when leads don't turn into sales, be nosy. Ask for the scripts for the call center. Ask for the training decks for the sales team. The client might say no, but a lot of the time they want the help. And gif alert to um, three people talking, two of them are actually having the conversation and we've got like labels on um two of them who are saying me one of them is saying me the lady is my business and there's a third party going y'all and that the y'all person is keeps on like yeah coming closer into the conversation <laughs> Um, so yeah, we've then got um, Kirk Williams coming in saying completely forgot this was Tuesday, which means PPC chat. Yes, Kirk, we need some of your advice. Not too late. I hope he gave some advice in here. Um, and then yeah, we've then got Tim Halloran then um, continuing um, replying to Julie Bacchini's answer where she says never underestimate how much impact shortening your forms can have for lead gen campaigns um yeah and tim replies to that saying i was trying to think of something to say but this hits the nail on the head test smaller forms definitely um so yeah we've then got um Gil Gildner then um, replying to question five saying, if you're trying new ideas to improve a poorly performing site or page, test removing things rather than adding things. So much is lost in clutter and clients are tempted to just add more widgets. And yep, Julia Vice um, pretty much agrees with that saying, yes, simplify before you amplify. Um, and then we've got um, Dogar Thomas replying to question five, saying A-B tests are way overvalued as a tactic. The math often just doesn't add up. Don't pretend to be a statistician when you use them by talking about confidence and couch the results in a lot more doubt. Um, then we've got, um, yeah, Julie Puccini there um, agreeing pretty much with Julia Vice, where she goes, yes, to finding out what happens really to the leads you send. I had a client where literally the salespeople would not follow up with a certain lead type, even though it was a fantastic fit. Um, we've got um, Tim Halloran replying to question five, saying remove barriers to entry, especially, especially, especially um, when you already know your targeting is spot on. Think Facebook, LinkedIn, retargeting, affinity audience layered with keywords. Find ways to make it easier to easy to bring those leads in. You've already pre-qualified them. Um, got Jen John Kagan replying to question five saying the second your mobile experience asks for personal financials, you're going to see a drop off. But that doesn't mean it isn't doing the job. Um, and yeah, and then we've got... Um, yeah, um, Julia Vice replying to um, Dogar Thomas, where Dog was saying A-B tests are way 
overvalued as a tactic the math often does just doesn't add up um julia replies to that saying ah and so often the clients want us to sound like nasa engineers they want data driven but there isn't enough data to find anything out um and yeah julia replies to that saying and data is imperfect everyone seems to ascribe it to some kind of magical powers it really can't quite live up to um yeah and um yeah julia replies to that saying yep it needs interpretation confirmation and the whole process needs to pass the common sense test. Um, Julie continues with that saying, and it needs to include a date range wide enough to account for seasonality, little ripples due to things not having to do with the actual business. Um, and yeah, so we then continue the conversation um, with um, Julie Buccini then replying to um, Tim Halloran where Tim had said remove barriers to entry, especially, especially, especially when you already know your targeting is spot on. Julie replies to that saying, love this, so very true. Um, yeah, so yeah, we've got Julia Vice saying, okay, I can't believe how fast this has gone. You guys, here we go. With question six, she comes in with let's have fun with royal preferences, share an objection to CRO you've had from clients and share how you sell CRO and gift alert we've got um yeah I think this is Julie Andrews having a face palm moment um so yeah we've got Zach Bedingfield replying to question five saying you'll get more out of CRO with a formalized test and a specific hypothesis versus changing button copy color and sizes willy-nilly similarly it's not necessarily necessary to always test subtle nuanced changes you can often see the biggest gains with bolder testing ideas um got marks media replying to question five as well saying a straightforward landing page with little clutter and fewer calls to actions can go a long way and there are always small improvements that can be made on a weekly if not daily basis always be testing um, and yeah, we've then got um, Glenn Schmelzel, who then replied to um, Julie Piccini, who read Julie had said yes to finding out what happens really to the leads you send. I have had a client where literally the salespeople would not follow up with a certain lead, even though it was a fantastic fit. Um, Glenn replied to that saying, I've had the same frustrations. They've been invited to meet with us and the client's marketing team and not shown up. Um, yeah, and Julie replies to that saying, in this case, the CEO literally said to me in a meeting, well, the sales guys won't follow up on X type leads, even though we'd spend big money on research showing that was where their industry was going. My response was, maybe you need some new salespeople. Oh, Lord. And yeah, we've got um, Julia Vice also sharing my like my shock here saying what and the ceo just accepted that guys how about no um yeah and, and then julie replies to that saying he did which i found simultaneously fascinating horrifying and astonishing and got um yeah julia vice replying to that saying i mean you're the ceo you're the ceo just tell them to do it and set consequences if they don't so weird and yeah, we've got Esmeralda from Pocahontas um, <laughs> going like going a shocked face. Actually, no, Esmeralda from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Ooh, my Disney self, my Disney fan self when I was a kid is looking at me in shock horror for mistaking those two. And then now we've got um, Gil Gilner replying to question six saying, um, if we're seeing great engagement or performance unpaid, but a big drop off in sales, we always bring up CRO. If we get friction, it's because people don't want to simplify. Um, and yeah, we've then got um, 
Zach Bedenfield replying to question six, saying it's hard to argue against CRO with hypothesized lift and subsequently improved revenue projections. If we tie our testing decisions and ideas back to revenue, it's going to be difficult to argue against. Um, yeah, and we've got um, then Julie Bicini then um, replying to question six, saying being stubborn about landing pages. One of the first things I get into with clients is the concept of not wasting money sending people to a page that will never convert. That has given some pause. It's important because we are ultimately judged on results. Bad landing pages equals to bad results. Um, yeah, and then we've got um, Julia Vice replying um, to question six as well, saying that the biggest objections I've dealt with have to do with resources. No one has time for landing page building or there isn't budget for creative or, or, or. I just offer to do it as part of the retainer first time and build once there are results. Um, yeah, and then we've got... Um, Tim Halloran then replying to Zach Bedingfield, um, where Zach had said it's hard to argue against CRO with, hypothe with hypothesized lift and subsequently improved revenue projections. If we tie our testing decisions and ideas back to revenue, it's going to be difficult to argue against. And yeah, Tim replies to that saying, tie it back to revenue. That's a two-way tie though. The moment management sees revenue, they may ignore the words hypothesis and estimate. Ideally, I'd be able to tie everything to revenue, but I feel like half the time you need to be a data scientist to piece it together um zach replies to that saying which is another reason i think our jobs as digital marketers will continue to shift in that direction um julia replies to that saying and that's assuming there's enough data in the first place for a really solid hypothesis it's hard to sell testing for sure and then we've got um, Julie Piccini replying to um, Julia where she'd said the, um, the biggest objections have dealt with have to do with resources. No one has time for landing page building or there isn't enough budget for creative or, or, or. I just offer to do it as part of the retainer and build once there are results. Um, Julie replies to that saying, I find this so interesting about the landing pages because if you were taking talking about a retail location, would you run ads only to send people to a store that has a poorly marked entrance, random items available for sale and no parking? No, you would not, so don't with landing pages. Exactly, but sometimes brand managers actually don't think their landing pages are bad per se. These are the same people that want billboards with just their logo on it. Okay then. So yeah, and then we've got... um. John Kagan replied to question six saying, I've had multiple clients not believe the recommendation based on data and they had a gut feeling otherwise. We are open to your gut feeling, but we also tell them, don't bring a gut feeling to a data fight. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we've got um, you know, that was a really great chat, some really interesting ideas, and we've got a very lovely and hilarious Julia Vice um replying, um, ending the ending the chat, even saying everyone thanks for a fantastic royal roundup of CRO. Special shout out to um Julie Bacchini who last week and a few weeks before that saved my royal behind um when things were super difficult for me you are truly a star and that's really great you know it's really nice to show appreciation here and help each other out and which is what we do in this community and she ends um with a very great gift alert of Nicki minaj in a very also royal attire and a crown on her head um julie replies to that julie bettini replies to that saying oh thanks happy to jump in um and then yeah we've got um actually also um 
Julia replying to John Kagan, um, where where John Kagan had said, "Don't bring a gut feeling to a data fight." Um, yeah, um, Julia replies to that saying, "Love that," as as uh, as do I. Um, and yeah, we've got Julie Piccini then, um, you know, giving a very great um, appreciation to Julia, who are um, saying great job hosting. Next week's PPC chat will be hosted by Heather Kuan, who is another expert in this field so i'll be eagerly um, looking forward to rounding that up um, and the topic it, topic is um, activating funnel data with ppc yep another great one that'll be useful for my client um so yeah guys that's been um you know a really great chat it's um you know really interesting to hear you know what what to do beyond the click it's it's really important that we're sending people to the right landing page because as julie Piccini has very rightfully said you know you don't set, try to advertise customers to um, a store that is not has not got great parking that's got a really bad entrance and all this kind of thing great make sure your merchandising is great so which is what you know creating um, a great landing page is all about make sure you're the merchandising is great so that people actually you know generate conversions for you so yeah have you guys um found you know helpful tips for that hope you've had good ideas on how to test um your different landing pages um but yeah let us know what your ideas are please comment on that below let us know what um you know you found useful what you didn't find useful what you agreed with what you disagreed with we'd love to have to have you um you know carry on with the conversation um and so yeah before i end i just want to go a great um quick shout out to my friend um Gianpaolo larusso who um is um going to be um taking in um people who want to talk you know getting taking pictures from people who want to talk at adwell experience which is like the biggest um italian um conference of you know ppc case only um talks and pictures of people talking about the great things they've done in ppc it's based in bologna italy it's going to be running in about um yeah the first quarter of um next year i think that's going to be about april uh but yeah you guys definitely want to um be a part of that it's a really great conference lovely part of the world to be in just love italy so um yeah hit us up um google ad world experience and um you'll find all the details about it there so yeah i hope you've um enjoyed um, the conversation today um please as i said continue to continue the conversation keep talking keep asking questions and we're always here to help you so yeah have a great rest of the week and speak to you again next week bye